So I thought it'd be fun to take a look at the preview of Turbolinks 5.0. So Turbolinks is actually going under a lot of different changes lately, and uh, what you're used to is Turbolinks um, is being deprecated. So 2.5 and 3 are the latest like versions that you're probably familiar with, um, and these are considered now Turbolinks Classic. So all of the Turbolinks repositories are now uh, separated out into a Turbolinks uh, GitHub organization, they're they're organized there, separate from Rails. And the reason for that is because Turbo Turbolinks really can apply to any application, and it doesn't have to be a Rails application. So the classic version that you're used to is, of course, intercepting all these links, but it's also uh, kind of been rewritten from the ground up. So version 5 um, also is adding things like an iOS and Android wrapper so that you'll be able to use Turbo Links to embed um, the, your websites into mobile apps very easily and maintain those uh, without having to build all kinds of native stuff. Um, so that's going to be really cool. Now, Turbo Links Classic, uh, you're probably used to version 2.5 that comes with Rails. There's a version 3 that you would probably have to upgrade to. Uh, manually, but that included things like uh, partial replacement, which means that you could say, um, when I click this link, let's only update this portion of the page. And while that was cool and pretty useful, um, it's also trivial benefits over full page replacement. So what we're seeing with Turbolinks 5 is that um, they've gotten rid of this partial replacement, which they just added mainly for the purpose of simplifying the library. It doesn't need to be that complicated, and the benefits that you get of partial replacement is very minimal, um, so they decided to ditch it and keep the library simpler, which I thought was great. So, Turbolinks has migrated into a, an official repository called Turbolinks. There's the Rails engine for the Turbolinks integration, um, and that's at Turbolinks Rails, and then there's the Turbolinks source gem, which is the JavaScript for Turbolinks as a uh, Ruby gem. So if you use the Rails repository, that will include the source gem, which contains the JavaScript, which uh, contains the compiled code from the original Turbolinks repository. So um, let's go take a look at a Rails application, how you would upgrade this uh, to the latest version, um, just because. So I have a little piece of JavaScript here that I've added to a regular old Rails scaffold. So I made a scaffold, brand new Rails app, you have a title and a body on pages, and then when you type in the title, um, the character counter goes up. So let's take a look at the code for that. So I've written a pages.coffee file, and any time the page loads, so when the page loads with jQuery, um, let's, any time that a user types in the title, field and then let's update the character count and when the page um, loads the first time let's also force trigger the key up event to make sure that this always has text in it so you'll see when there's zero characters that that has been rendered through the javascript so when we click back and we go to new page you'll see that it didn't run and that is because we don't have the jquery.turbolink shim in there and the reason for that if you're not familiar is that there's a library called jQuery Turbolinks that converts the jQuery page load events to work with the Turbolinks page load events because the Turbolinks ones are kind of fake because all these pages that you're seeing us navigate to 
are actually somewhat fake. They're, they're Ajax requests and HTML5 push state in the URL in order to make the loading and rendering of the pages much faster. Turbolinks basically um, cheats how browsers work, which is a really, really smart and slick uh, way of doing things. So Turbolinks, personally, I like it. Um, you do have to understand a lot of how the JavaScript stuff works, but I think it's worthwhile to learn, especially for the speed benefits, uh, considering how simple Turbolinks can be. So um, let's actually go ahead and fix this JavaScript bug, which I've done uh, uh, intentionally. We're going to use the jQuery Turbolink shim in order to do that, which I know that a lot of people use. So it's probably in your own application. And then we're going to upgrade to Turbolinks 5 and make sure that the uh, jQuery Turbolinks uh, shim still works in version 5. So let's jump into our gem file in our application and install the uh, jQuery.turbolinks gem. And let's just grab the latest version uh, from Ruby Gems and install that. So we'll paste that in at the bottom. We will run bundle to install it. And then we'll go to our application.js file and add that in. So you say require jQuery.turbolinks um, in order to do that. And you want to do this before Turbolinks runs. And this will basically just do everything that you need in order to get your normal jQuery code uh, running, rerunning on every page. So this code will be rerun every time, whereas it wouldn't if you didn't have the jQuery turbo links. So let's refresh this page and we'll see it of course works the first time, but that always works with turbo links. And it's the second time that doesn't normally work, but it does. So that jQuery turbo links um, gem basically adds this jQuery turbo links file, which is really short amount of uh, short amount of code that basically says these load and fetch events we need to integrate with jQuery and make sure that they rerun um, along with Turbolinks. So this is great, but we have to see if it's also going to be compatible with the new Turbolinks 5.0. So there's a beta version of the gem out there, which you can grab, and you can install that into your application by overriding your um, gem Turbolinks line and specifying that it needs to be the beta version of 5.0 or higher. And you can go back to your terminal and run bundle to install that. And just to note here, I originally had this uh, this line in, but for whatever reason, uh, that wasn't working and I had to change it to use that uh, format for the version number. And then running bundle update turbolinks installed that correctly for me. So I'm not sure if that was a bundle uh, bug or just something wrong with the gem file line here um, but that either way this will work and then this will also set you up so that you can get the release candidate versions and the final 5.0 versions as well so uh, once you have the gem installed you can basically go back to your rails application well restart your server and then go back to your rails application and you'll see that turbolinks should automatically be working and if you click on the network tab in uh, Chrome or you know Firefox and Web or uh, Safari also have uh, inspectors like this, when you click the links, you should see that 
you're getting XML requests or XHR requests. So these are the TurboLinks uh, initiated requests. So anytime you click these links, you can know for sure that TurboLinks is the one making those requests. And it is, uh, as you can see here. So we notice now that our JavaScript didn't run the second time, which means that uh, things have changed with TurboLinks 5, and they have. There's quite a bit of changes under the under the hood, but one of those is that the events that happen in TurboLinks 5 are different names than the ones that uh, uh, have existed in the classic version. So they actually wrote this shim, which you can take advantage of, um, and make the same old events uh, map to the new events of TurboLinks uh, 5.0. So it's really just you know 30 lines of CoffeeScript that allow you to easier upgrade to TurboLinks 5. And uh, that means that we also don't have to make any updates to any of the gems like jQuery.TurboLinks in order to use those with version 5. So this makes for an easy upgrade path. Now the problem is this TurboLinks compatibility.coffee file is not included in the gem. So you're going to need to copy the code for this and then put it inside your JavaScripts file. So we can do that by saying edit app assets JavaScripts turbo links compatibility.coffee. Paste that in. And then let's go to our application.js and make sure that we require turbo links dash compatibility and you want to do it after TurboLinks because um, <clears throat> let's open up that file again because you're referencing the TurboLinks um, object here so on the first line you're referencing TurboLinks so if you don't do that ahead of time you'll see an error in your JavaScript console when you reload the page so we can reload our page here, and if we click back and new page again, that means that our JavaScript is working again. So that's really all you have to do to upgrade to TurboLinks 5. So if you're interested in keeping up with that, maybe on a side project or something, I wouldn't recommend using TurboLinks 5 for any production applications just yet, unless you want to go work on TurboLinks, which would be uh, fantastic. But um, that is all you really have to do in order to upgrade to TurboLinks 5. Update the gem and then add in this compatibility file and you should be good to go. So that's really it for upgrading to TurboLinks 5 from version 2.5. Um, if you're on version 3, of course, I didn't mention that if you do use partial replacements, you're going to want to uh, change that code so that it doesn't do that. Um, and the reason for that is because, you know, we, the TurboLinks 5 gem doesn't support that and we get marginal benefit from it anyways. So it should simplify and standardize your code a lot better to uh, remove that. And of course, you know, last but not least is these Android and iOS uh, wrappers. Hopefully they get released soon. They're still not out yet, but I plan on doing an episode shortly after they get released because that is going to be kind of the killer feature of this being able to do all of those together. Um, so yeah, I, it, it wasn't the you know most complicated episode, but at the same time, it's pretty impressive that an upgrade from TurboLinks 
2.5 to 5.0 is just going to simply be including this compatibility file for the time being. And I'm sure that we'll see jQuery.TurboLinks get upgraded to use these new events. But until then, you don't even have to worry about that. And you should be fine operating with the compatibility file until then. So uh, that's it for this episode. And I'll talk to you next week. Peace.